0: Who are you?
1: I'm Harry, Harry Potter.
0: You know, they they always say you can't choose your family. But we always will question ourselves, why? Why can't we choose our families? You know, like so many people choose their families well harry potter can't choose his family for the second time in a row or can he i don't know jacob what do you what do you think really quickly do you think harry potter actually chose his family
1: i think he definitely had a little bit of a say um i think he maybe had a little bit of sway actually is a better way to put it um but yeah no family is is oh so important and obviously in this chapter it's a, a pretty big theme um by the way, my name is Jacob and that is Joe and this is just another chapter and we're going to be discussing chapter seven of Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone. Stone, whatever. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be on Jacob's side because Jacob's book okay. says Philosopher's Stone. My book says Sorcerer's Stone. It's, it's okay. Like I think for today, I'll, I'll just say it's
1: Philosopher's Stone. I gave you it. I gave you Sorcerer's Stone and you just, you took the bait. I did. I did. I kind of did. Uh, For those of you who
0: are new to the podcast, this is a podcast of two guys who are in love with the Harry Potter franchise, but they have never actually read the books. They grew up watching the movies. So we wanted to go back and dive deep into Harry Potter and the books, all seven books, and go through them chapter by chapter, and kind of just dissect it, and, and really fall in love with the characters from a different angle, a different angle, from like a different point of view. Isn't that what we're doing right now, Harry? Uh, Harry, Jacob, Harry. You're giving me, Do you you're see giving a me scar big hair on my forehead. No, but you're giving me big Harry vibes. Whoa! That means you're uh, you're courageous. It means you're courageous. Okay,
1: fair. I'll take that. Yes, no, it's kind of, um, it's pretty cool, because obviously, we've, like you said, we've seen the movies, but we've never actually read it. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, books are usually better than the movies. I think that's just pretty standard. And Harry Potter is pretty critically acclaimed um, Mm -hmm. the movies, but obviously the books pretty darn good from what I've heard. And so far, so good. And yeah, this next chapter, uh, The Sorting Hat was... Pretty good one as well. I thought it was a pretty good kind of introduction. Obviously, this is the first time they're really stepping in to to Hogwarts and the wizarding world. Um, And yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting. And like you touched on at the start of um, the podcast, family, uh, definitely a big part of this chapter as the sorting hat will finally put these young wizards into their temporary families at Mm -hmm. Hogwarts
0: you know it's interesting you say that because so not, not to say that exactly it's interesting you say that this is the first chapter we're really immersed in in Hogwarts because this chapter starts off with I think the perfect wording for a Harry Potter book because it starts off with saying the door swung open and i I know it's not really a big deal like the door swung open the door just opened but just by saying the door swung open it just had this whole magical feel to it I just felt as as when JKR wrote down the door swung open It, it was kind of her way of saying welcome to the wizarding world and and we know the last two chapters with Diagon Alley and the journey to platform nine and three quarters were like that, where it was a part of the wizarding world. But this is the first time where there were really emerged fully. It's it's no more, wait, is this a wizarding book? What the hell's going to go on? Like what the hell's going to happen? Of course, like we know, you know, there's a lot of things that still are going to happen that we have no idea what they are like. What's the sorting hat, you know, like it starts off with Ron saying that you might have to like, do a test because that's what his brothers told him, and then Hermione is obviously like ready. Like their surprises still yet to come, but this is the first chapter where I want to say there's less questions, but there's more questions. There's less questions about who is Harry Potter, and there's more questions. Oh my God, this is the Wizarding World. What comes next?
1: Yeah, more questions of like, yeah, what comes next? What does Hogwarts really have in mm-hmm. store for us? And I think, like you mentioned, the opening of the doors is really significant and it's opening the doors into what what is Hogwarts really? And obviously there's so much um, to dive into with Hogwarts, but we're going to take it slowly. And yeah, no, um, this chapter kind of goes on where... They're kind of just like introing like Hogwarts and then eventually they get guided to the banquet hall and there's obviously people already waiting there for them. But the whole chapter obviously is revolves around the sorting hat and obviously the first years they all have to be put into a house and one by one, they're just getting sorted, sorted here and there to Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and of course Gryffindor. And eventually it leads... Um, To Harry and that was a very interesting moment um, for Harry when he gets the sorting hat I found that was probably the best part of, uh, of this chapter for me obviously
0: definitely I think when like finally Harry he's one of the last people to get called up to you know in front of the entire school to the stool and just really be put on the spot and and it's such a beautiful thing because You know, they put the hat on Harry and almost immediately it's basically telling him that you would do so well in Slytherin. And as Harry's found out from the last couple of chapters, he doesn't want to be a Slytherin because all wizards who come from Slytherin are bad. As Ron said in chapter six, the journey from platform nine and three quarters and Hagrid even mentioned it in Diagon Alley that, you know, Slytherins are basically the scum of the earth. Like there's been no good Slytherin wizards. So Harry is going in, and he's like, "Not Slytherin, not Slytherin, not Slytherin." After the, after the Sorting Hat is basically telling him he's going to go into Slytherin, but then all of a sudden, Harry wants to be. He wants to be in the house that you know. He wants to be in any other house but Slytherin. Yeah. I like, he, he, I, the, so okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Am I confused or in the movies? was ron already in gryffindor
1: because in the book i think so wait I, yeah. i'm,
0: I, I, so I'm in pretty the, sure
1: they were already waiting there and then that's why he was like oh yeah yeah they put me in this yeah yeah so that was like a weird change that i was like oh my god like why would harry want to be a
0: gryffindor like he literally knows nobody in gryffindor the only person he knows is ron
1: as of yet and like and Ron was yet to be picked at that point. Yeah, I mean, maybe,
0: maybe he just wanted to be with like the Weasley twins because they were nice to him and helped him put, mm-hmm. you know. His tr- but that's aside from the point. I just thought that was like a weird wrinkle. But
1: yeah, obviously Harry is a is a G, a Gryffindor. He he ends up being a G, a Gryffindor, and obviously that makes a lot of sense for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe his parents were also Gryffindors um so it's just it was either Slytherin or Gryffindor and he really didn't want to be in Slytherin and obviously he the sorting hat probably sensed that in him that it's just it could have it could have went down two different paths obviously it seems like and this is the path it went down and it obviously we'll we'll see down the line but it's very significant that he ends up in gryffindor not just because he already knows a few people i believe hermione was already already, yeah, already in it as well. and he knows her vaguely so he doesn't really know a lot of people but the few people he knows already are there and then the people other people he knows in slytherin are awful in his eyes and he's also heard that uh Voldemort was a Slytherin so it's like why would he want he's that's why he's saying not Slytherin not Slytherin yep. not Slytherin and he gets what he wants at the end of the day
0: I'm gonna read the little uh song thing that the Sorting Hat sings oh god okay. it's oh my god <laughs> you might belong in Gryffindor where dwell the uh, sorry I'm gonna restart that you might belong in Gryffindor Will dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindor apart. I'm actually that's all really all I'm gonna read. I'm just gonna read the Gryffindor part because this is exactly who Harry is. He is this brave heart. He is brave at heart. You know, you see in chapter two where they're at the at the zoo and with the um, with the snake. Harry's not scared at all. He's brave. He wants to set the snake free. Dursley, Vernon Dursley has always, um, Vernon Dursley and Dudley Dursley have always been ones to bully him, but he was always brave and he always stood up to them. In Chapter 6, The Journey to Platform 9 and 3 Quarters, when, what's his face? Draco Malfoy comes on the train and says, there are certain wizarding families I can basically teach you which one's are better, saying that he's better than a poor man, the poor family, you know, And Harry stands up to him and says, I can choose for myself. Thank you very much. He's brave and he has the nerve. He, he dares to be great. So this is actually a perfect description for what Gryffindor is, because that is who Harry is brave at heart,
1: brave at heart. I think, but uh, that also, uh, what you, you skipped over is the other houses and where Slytherin is described as cunning. I think he could also be described, Mm -hmm. um, around those lines based off of what you just described as well but um obviously Dowsworth has two big options and i think gryffindor obviously suits him more so because of who he is really at the core but um one thing i guess let's kind of let's kind of uh, slide over to i guess some more things that kind of stuck out to you yeah. you just mentioned the thing that stuck out to me quite a lot was the songs not you only hated that it one, oh
0: my
1: god I I don't know I didn't I was not a huge fan and I don't I just don't understand I was not expecting like a musical um yeah <laughs> it was weird and then it was weird. towards um the end of the banquet later on there's also another song like basically when they're about to leave um to go to bed there Dumbledore leads this song it's like what is going on? This was a little, that caught me quite off guard. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just wasn't expecting it. Um, I guess you were a fan of it, the the songs, were you?
0: It's, I wasn't really a fan of the songs. I was just more so a fan of like, um, it, I was, okay, so my entire life I've been always like, I, I, I will make, I will admit something to you, Jacob, right here. I love Harry Potter, but I never really understood the houses. I never really... Under, because in the movies, you don't, like...
1: There's not a lot of real
0: explanation. Yeah. So it's like I didn't really care about, like, you know, what the houses were. So I don't want to say I enjoyed the songs, but I enjoyed this brief explanation because...
1: It does justice and it the, just kind of...
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it Literally four lines for every single um, house and it all made sense because literally... Dwell the brave at heart, daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindor apart. That's a Gryffindor. Unfair and, uh, sorry, unafraid and toil, or yet wise old ra- Ravenclaw. Wait, mm. I'm not, I, basically I'm not making any sense, but they, it all makes sense. Like every single explanation yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. for each house. Yeah. I, I, that's the reason why I enjoyed that song. The other song that Dumbledore, like the, uh, Hogwarts chant Dog, no, burn it burn it
1: that one that one was kind of cringe and i'm not eyes. i'm not
0: gonna um, even flip the page to go to get it it's just that don't
1: don't we can we can move on from that um were there was there anything else that stuck out to you uh, aside from the songs yeah <laughs> obviously
0: oh no, uh, like the songs were garbage like the, the actual songs themselves were terrible but um the thing that stuck out to me the most is how much he compared everything to the Dursleys. Because that's the only family he knew. That's the that's only he thing knows. He, he knows, yeah. right? And he was literally describing the hat being dirty, something that Aunt, Aunt Petunia would never allow in the house. And just, you know, he was he was describing Draco Malfoy, Crabbe and Goyle to Vernon. Sorry, not Vernon, Dudley and his friends. And just everything had was being tied back. To the Dursleys, which I thought very interesting because earlier on in the chapters, Harry made it seem like he wanted nothing to do with them, yet every single chapter he's mentioned them in what in some form.
1: Yeah, but I think it's it's mostly because, yeah, like it's all he knows, but he also when he's comparing them, he's not really comparing them in like a good light. It's like yes, he's comparing them based like their they look like Vernon Dur- uh, Dursley who's described as being this like big muck kind of looking guy. Mm-hmm. And he's comparing Crab and Goyle, people who he doesn't like so far to them. So I don't think it's necessarily like good comparisons, but that's just also like all he knows and it's people who he knows really well. Um, so, yeah.
0: Aside from the songs, Jacob, anything that stood out to you? Uh, like, like anything else?
1: No, those, that was the big thing that was kind of caught my eye, but like in a bad way yeah. and was not a huge fan of it. I think, I think it was necessary though. I mm-hmm. think like, especially that, the, the sorting hat saw where it explains very, very nicely. It summarizes the meanings of each house and like core values that the people who get placed in it hold, but it was still kind of cringe in my eyes.
0: Super cringe. Um, <laughs> one thing that wasn't cringe and this is like the last thing that really stood out to me is just the detail that hogwarts was explained in like the dining hall just you know entering like i said earlier uh like the doors being swung open and then they talk about the placemats and the and the plates and it's so easy to visualize like I- i'm taking out my bias of knowing how it looks from the movies but with I'm, it, like I'm trying to it's so vivid, like, it just, you know, like, you can see the stars up if you look up because it's been bewitched to show what is outside. And just the entire details of how everything is described with nearly headless Nick and the ghosts rummaging rummaging through the dining hall. I don't know, I just think it's beautiful.
1: Definitely the imagery that uh, J.K.R. painted yeah. um, from Hogwarts was very memorable yeah from like the sorting hat like comparing it to his saying like that would never be allowed inside Aunt petunia's house because it's so raggedy and dirty and like just all the different descriptions like you said even the yeah the ceiling how it's like just looks like stars and then (laughs) hermione obviously interjects and knows everything um yeah i thought that was really brilliant The kind of because this is our first entry obviously yeah Uh, from the doors opening to entering the banquet hall, roaming the halls. This is like our first kind of look at Hogwarts. And it's really kind of painted nicely in my eyes.
0: So Jacob, we know what the dining hall looks like. We don't know what it looks like, but we can make a, we can make a guess what it does look like. But was there anything that you hated so much, but you like, you actually wouldn't change it.
1: Um, I don't know if this is something I don't think this is necessarily warranted under this discussion, but I'll bring it up anyways. Just the names in this world. At at (laughs) first it was pretty they were pretty normal, like Harry Potter, like that's not that uncommon. Ron like Weasley family, that's like okay. It's not that weird. Ron Weasley, Fred George. But then when the sorting hat came in, and then there was all these other students getting placed in, like, mandy brocklehurst yeah um, millicent bolstrode or whatever Mac- MacDougall morat like who are these people it's, why it's, it's super all weird names. Su- why all of a sudden some of these people have these like very like magic sounding like i understand some of these people come from different families but it's like come on do wizards really have those kind of names i, I mean
0: know. i mean they don't know what like a parking meter is. Like, in Chapter 4, Hag- Hagrid was amazed at a parking meter. So I feel like... And his name is Hagrid. Ruby is Hagrid. That is,
1: that is true. But, Al- uh, yeah. Al- Albus say. Dumbledore. That is true. Severus Snape. There are Snape, quite Professor- a few... Yeah. But even, like, the Weasley family, they all have pretty straightforward, like, names. Fred, George, and, like... They're, it's like, like a magical family. Um, I don't know. It just, uh, but then the Malfoys as well. Draco. I've never heard the name Draco before. I don't know. The names were a little off-putting, but yes. I, I think that's just, there is definitely the contrast from the kind of more like muggle base to kind of more wizarding families. I don't know. It was a little weird to me.
0: Uh, I see you? what I see what you're saying. No, it definitely was a little bit weird. I think the the one thing I hated so much, but I wouldn't change it. The reason why I hate it is because my high school followed the same thing. My high school had prefects and I was a prefect. Oh, okay.
1: okay, So okay, do
0: tell. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I got kicked off my pre- I got kicked off my school prefix because I I was like the person in charge of the Twitter account and I accidentally tweeted a sad boy hours tweet. From the school oh. Twitter account instead of my Twitter account. So I got, I got kicked. I got kicked off from it. But that uh that's like a story for another day, but essentially it's just the memories of me getting kicked off of prefects, and then Percy just he won't shut the fuck up about him being a prefect. He said it three times, yeah. and this is a <laughs> short chapter. He said it three times in the span of like 18, 19 pages. Like, bro. Get a life, you're a prefect. Once you graduate school, you are useless. Sorry, my rant is over. I I just, but I wouldn't change it because prefects are such an important part of Harry Potter.
1: Wow, sorry, the the prefect slander hatred really came out there. But uh, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. So, yeah,
0: that's one thing I hated that I would not change whatsoever. You know what I love, though? Like, who I loved? I loved who Harry, you? love Harry. I love okay. Harry. This man, Harry, has so many natural tendencies for an 11-year-old. He gets anxious. He gets scared. He doubts himself. Not saying that every 11-year-old doubts himself, but it's not uncommon that, you know, an 11-year-old would doubt themselves. He doesn't let this whole celebrity thing get to his head. He's more so like, He's not like, oh, my God, I'm a celebrity. Like, what do Mm -hmm. I do now? Like, where's my Instagram account? He's more so like, okay, I'm a celebrity, but what the fuck did I do? Like, I'm as clueless as you guys as to what happened. I was a youth. I was, like, less than a year. Less than a year old.
1: Yeah, I also really liked Harry. Uh, I feel like there will be quite a few times where Harry gets my kind of top character of the chapter. Because... Mm. I mean, it just makes sense. It it does make sense. He's he's the main guy, and he but this in this chapter exactly like this, he's going away to school. Uh, Not only that, it's a freaking wizarding school, and he's like a celebrity, like you said. And there's so many, so much expectation from him, and he's just he's able to kind of keep calm and keep keep trekking on at the end of the day. And it's, it's really impressive for an 11 year old kid. This is a whole new world, literally. And yep. he's just, he does well. And he's, he's calm enough that he's like able to just keep, keep it going. And it's, it's really impressive. And he does, like he shows a lot of emotion and he's always curious about things. And I don't know, it's just, it's great. And it's, it's he's an awesome main character um, for the most part in my eyes.
0: You know, I'm I'm not like the my, for my entire life I, I've never been like a huge liter literary guy literature guy. I've literally, I'm gonna, we are trademarking that name. I am literally not a book person by nature. I'm a movie person. My family is a movie person. My mom and I watch like a movie or two movies every night. Mm. But finally sitting down and like reading this book, Harry Potter, is like one of the most well-thought-out characters I've ever seen. Like, from all the books we read in high school, from all the things I've seen in my life, whether it be characters, actors, from thing, Harry Potter is well-thought-out. Like, he is relatable. Harry Potter is relatable. And I think that's so special and that's so, like, important. Like, Harry has, like, a section here where you know, obviously he's doubting himself um, as Harry Potter does for the majority of this series. He's doubting himself as what if he doesn't get put into a house at all? And he's just going to put him back on the train and send him back home. Like he's not letting this. And it's weird to say, because like Harry lives in this magical world where, you know, Voldemort is out there killing mans and there's Quidditch and they look down at soccer, which is like my favorite sport ever. And it's like, with all of that being said, Harry Potter and Ron Weasley
1: are two relatable people. You know what? I think you're absolutely right. And one of my favorite quotes in all of it is when he when Hagrid tells him he's a wizard, he says, "I'm just Harry," and mm-hmm. I think that's what it like. That kind of boils down your your point there is he's. He's just a normal he's a normal person although he has he has that name recognition that everything but at the end of the day he's just Harry. Yep. And he's a very relatable person in the fact that he does have all those emotions he's a curious person and I don't know I think we'll probably end up coming back to that quote and that kind of yeah. feeling a lot down the line because he is just Harry and obviously he is a developing young wizard but he's just Harry. So I'm going to say one thing, one more thing. Have you
0: ever had a friend who just says all the wrong things at the wrong times, but you still love them to death? Yeah. That is Ron. Like, okay. <laughs> like Harry is visibly angry. So not angry. Sorry. Anxious at this whole sorting hat ceremony. And Ron says, quote, After Harry asked him, you know, what kind of test are they going to have to do? Ron says, quote, some sort of test, I think. Fred said it hurts a lot, but I think he was joking. Like, it's just like the wrong. Like, don't say that because, you know, man's be out here
1: stressing. He's already worried and you're telling him all this. You're saying you're going to get hurt and stuff. There's a test and everything. Just quiet, Ron. Just silencio. Um, i think he could have done without that
0: definitely could have
1: um yeah i guess i'll move to my my favorite quote it goes back to the sorting hat and it starts where yeah he's he's just put the hat on he's saying not slytherin not slytherin not slytherin and then the hat says not slytherin difficult very difficult plenty Mm. of courage i see not a bad mind either there's talent. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And a nice thirst to prove yourself. Now that's interesting. So where shall I put you? And obviously, that is the big answer of this whole chapter. Um, he gets, he gets put into Gryffindor. And like we said at the top, that's his family for the the term and for his time at Hogwarts. And it could have went a very different way um, if he didn't what if he hadn't interjected and said not Slytherin would he have inevitably be put in Slytherin how different know. would the story be how different would the story be so I think that, that that kind of that choice and that decision from the sorting hat and Harry combined I think is obviously huge and is kind of like butterfly effect what would have happened if he hadn't been put in Gryffindor um I don't know. Uh, interesting to think of. So that's my favorite quote by far,
0: actually. Ooh. My favorite quote has to be Professor McGonagall at the beginning, just saying, welcome to Hogwarts. It, like, okay. it, it just gave me chills. It's so simple, and but it just gave me chills. Like, welcome to Hogwarts. It's similar to like the first chapter where JKR writes, and so our story begins. It, it's kind mm-hmm. of just like, yes, I know we're on chapter seven now, but when Professor McGonagall just said welcome to Hogwarts. It just felt as if it was a new chapter in life. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, uh, I, yeah. And I definitely think McGonagall and Dumbledore um, very important characters um, in this chapter. They kind of set tones um, kind of very uh, professional, very respected individuals at Hogwarts. Um, there's that line where once Harry's finally um, put into Gryffindor and uh, he's speaking to Percy uh, and then what's his name? And then he's meant asking about Dumbledore along those lines. And then Percy's just like, he's the greatest wizard ever. It just shows mm. how much respect he has for Dumbledore. And then it's the same with uh, McGonagall, how it's like written, how she's just, like commands respect and she's Mm -hmm. just obviously a very important figure um already established in in the book
0: yeah i I won't lie to you when dumbledore first stood up and said quote nitwit blubber oddment tweak thank you i was just kind of like bro what like sit down bro like what is going on But then after it's like, Harry asks Percy, is he mad? And Percy says, like you said, he's a genius, best wizard in the world, but he
1: is a bit mad. Yes. Yeah. Um, overall, I pretty thrilled with this, this chapter. Um, and I think, I don't know, it's one of those, it's honestly just like a few of the past ones. I think I wouldn't really change anything. Um, and that's why I think it's it's really important obviously putting together the um, uh, the broomsticks, the, like the the rating. Yeah, well I'll, also well, I'll get to the broomstick okay, rating. My bad. In, I'm sorry, I apologize in just, in just a second, but I think it just it wraps everything really nicely together with um, the entrance of Hogwarts and how Harry feels. And then even another thing where uh, Harry's first sighting with with Snape was pretty uh, tremendous. I think we, 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 sh- we didn't really touch on that much, but that's how the chapter actually ends is mm-hmm. um, Harry gets a nightmare of Snape because of their first encounter where they kind of locked eyes and Harry felt very uncomfortable uh, in his scar. There was almost like this kind of pain uh, like a burning spell sensation cast, yeah. yeah burning sensation cast at him so i don't know overall i think there's a lot a lot of positives in this um chapter so i will give it five broomsticks out of five
0: i will give it four out of five just because i i wish it was a little bit longer i wish this chapter was like because it was one of those where it's like it just ended so abruptly but aside like I just absolutely loved it it this was one of my favorite chapters
1: okay all right okay so who's your oh, chapter winner chapter winner you said it was harry right um yeah it's harry it has to be harry i think um but like kind of like close close underneath um reaching for that podium mcgonagall and perfect uh Ooh. and um elvis dumbledore just because of their kind of like their aura that they project uh, authority figures.
0: Uh, I think, I think you missed the biggest chapter winner.
1: It's a sorting
0: hat. Come on. The sorting hat itself was the chapter winner. Okay. It literally gave Harry a family and the family he wanted. So it answers the question from the beginning. Can you choose a family? Yes. If your name is Harry Potter.
1: Well said, Joe, well said, and that'll do it for this uh edition of just another chapter um we will see you next time from jacob and joe peace
0: who are you i'm harry harry potter